What up, Dango Bangers? It's your girl Timo and Mandy, and we dangling, dangling. Welcome to episode eleven, Dango Bangers. Yo, Mandy, what's up with you? How you been this week, girl? I'm good. I'm just I've been um off for the past week because it was my birthday week or whatever. Yeah, and I was happy belated, even though you know I talked to you on your birthday, <laughs> right? Um. I was supposed to be in St. Martin, but, you know, Ooh, pandemic called. So, listen, let me tell you something. What I realize as I get older, just time off from work is a luxury, okay? Honey. Okay, so I'm grateful to not have to answer an email. I turn my emails off my phone, okay? So, just grateful to not have to bother, um, have to be bothered by nobody and still getting paid. What about you? Honey, well, I did not have the luxury. <laughs> I did not have the luxury of having last this last week off. I was definitely at the slave ship. It's so crazy because since we're working from home, like my home is now work and it's so sad. But um, yeah, so it's just not my safe place that it used to be. <laughs> um what was that? <laughs> Sorry, my phone, my phone. I thought it was on Do Not Disturb. Oh, what is it? <laughs> Sorry. Um, but anyways, I was like, oh, but I did actually. I went to the back into the lab last week, so that was pretty cool. Like I finally got approved and like did all this, so Ooh. I went back into the lab right and was like a scientist for a little bit. But when I tell y'all, I know why I did not become an MD because having on a lab coat, gloves, and that mask. Breathing in my own air for hours at a time, I was disgusted. I was like, y'all, I cannot do this for the long term. It's just so much. It's completely different because you already have on a glove and, you know, gloves and um the lab coat. But that mask, whew, it was rough trying to just do experiments and concentrate. So, yeah, that was, that was me. That was me this week. That don't really sound fun. Yeah, it it wasn't. It it really wasn't. But then, so I went into the lab or whatever, and then actually, I had a bit of a a COVID scare. Y'all, I thought I had the COVID um, <laughs> because they told me that somebody in my apartment had you know got positive, and you know once you hear that, all of a sudden I had all these symptoms. My throat was hurting. I was coughing. My body was aching. So I just knew I had the COVID. Um, so. I didn't go back into the lab no more. I stayed at home, and then I finally got tested, but it was negative. Well, hey, man, girl, I had a scare, too, because (laughs) I had forgot about that, you know, because I had got through the storm so quickly, (laughs) you know. So I'm from South Carolina, so my mom had celebrated her 60th birthday, so I went home. And so, you know, folks down in South Carolina, they don't have a a mask mandate, so they, Mm -hmm. you know, they just been out there just you know, being Doing reckless. whatever. <laughs> okay, the only people who had on masks when I went into the stores was like people who like were required by their jobs and maybe like a handful of other people. So anyways, I had a gathering for my mom's 60th birthday. It went really well. She was surprised or whatever. But um, yes. Come my on. mom is a nurse. And so some of her friends are nurses and, you know, folks was just talking. They weren't wearing their mask in the house. So I was like, oh Lord. So I got home. I had like chills one day. My body temperature had dropped down to like 96. So I was like, man, psh, I got the COVID. And so, you know, 
once you convince yourself that you're sick like me because I'm a hypochondriac, I was like, oh, yeah, I got it. And so I took off work from a couple of days or whatever. I had worn my boss. I finally got the COVID testing. It wasn't that bad. They just gave me like a little Q-tip and put it in my nose or whatever. Mm-mm, mine was bad. I'm sorry, dog. They stuck mine all the way up my nose. I started crying and everything. It was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst. Come on, Seattle. Y'all need to get the short Q-tips. But the lady let me do it myself and all of that. So, But it came back negative. So um, I don't know if I had like a little summer bug or whatever. But I had headaches like every day. So maybe it was stress because um, I didn't have the headaches this past week when I was off work. So maybe it was stress induced. But either way, I'm good now. So <laughs> look at us. COVID scares. Uh, yeah, but we made it. And it's so interesting because as I was like, you know, preparing for like, you know, COVID and if I was going to have to be in the house for two weeks, I was like, dang, I need to like, you know, order my stuff, like, you know, order groceries, order my stuff, you know, that I'm going to need my supplies. And I was like thinking like, dang, I really haven't been ordering as much stuff as I used to and been buying as much stuff as I used to since COVID started. So, you know, your girl is rich now. Like Ooh. I got paid the other day and didn't even realize it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Like>, okay. <laughs> oh. Right. I was like, dang, COVID then made your girl rich because I really like, I'm not doing as much. Clearly I'm not going out. I'm not buying stuff. So, yeah, a girl is rich. Okay, rich. I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. But, you know, that had me think about today's topic is when the time we what weren't rich, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Times when we was poor or felt like we was poor, was doing some poor struggle bus (laughs) stuff. So, that's what we're talking about. Since I'm rich now, I can reflect on the moments (laughs) when I was struggling, Okay. so many what you got (laughs) well you you know i'm not as rich as you maybe i need to go back to coolidge and get a a, a terminal degree listen listen when you was in grad school making 20 what was i making 25,000 28,000 maybe anything was an upgrade from that girl so don't even try it (laughs) i'm rich now (laughs) okay so, with that being said, you know, I'm a step above poverty, but not far from it. Okay? Okay? I can pay my bills. And so, Lord, I thank you. I thank y'all. Um, but, reflected on the poor days of my life, <sighs> one of the first things I can remember about being poor is when I had to do what? Look in the couch under the furniture, under the bed, and in the car for what coins, okay? You know, the first sign of poverty is when you in the line for at McDonald's. And, you know, this was back in the day when they first introduced the dollar menu. And you needed $2.12 so you could get you what? A meat chicken (laughs) with ketchup and mayonnaise and a a value fry and a cup of water okay and if you yes. was being, okay and if you was being real fancy you got you a wet large sweet tea for a dollar okay and an you know dollar an additional dollar and six cents because back in the day you knew the tax okay you knew the exact amount back in the day okay now folks don't even calculate tax they like whatever but when right. you poor poor you count everything okay and you notice price changes and when you're poor you also notice price changes okay 
So I still got that poverty mindset, um, mindset because I went to McDonald's one day because everything else was close. Because I don't really fool with McDonald's like that. And honey, the fries was like two twelve. Excuse me, excuse me. Did they use a new ingredient in the potatoes? Why did they go up double the price? Them is them same potatoes, honey, and you are correct. They are like $2 now. It's really a decision for me to get fries if I'm not getting a combo. Like, it's it's really a decision because you might as well get a combo. It's no reason to order it separate. Like, yeah, they really tried it. And then they got this two for three talking about you can get um, nuggets in a, a McChicken or a McDouble. Where the fries at? You still right. making me pay for the fries. It's a scam. I don't want no two meats from McDonald's and then my stomach be toe up. Okay. I can barely handle one meat double. So what's tea McDonald's? But anyways, back to the coins. So you, you know, you, you get through them $3, them $2 and 12 cents. Okay. But then what do you see happen? Your gas lights turn on. Okay. And this was back in the day when, you know, gas, well, gas reasonable now. Okay. And so you knew that you need a smooth $5 to get you through for the next couple of days until your, you know, your little paycheck hit. And so you done went around in the car, you done found some coins. And then you said, man, you know what? It's time for me to pull out the big dogs. So you go to what? Your piggy bank, right? But here's the dilemma. The dilemma is, do I take the time? And count up all of these coins and roll them up and drop them off at the bank for no fee? Or do I go take them to coin store at the grocery <laughs> store <laughs> and pay the fee? Honey, okay. It depends on how much coins you had, okay? Because if you had exactly enough, you couldn't risk that coin store fee. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let me tell you nothing. I'll never forget. One day. I went to the corn store, dropped off my coins, and they was like, oh, yeah, it'll be a 10% fee. Ten- Give me my coins back. And they was like, no, you can't get your coins back. Oh, I was so pissed, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't be- Not to took commission off my coins for counting, okay? But I knew I was too lazy to roll them up myself, okay? But and you know I... <laughs> yeah, and you know I ain't had no penny wrappers, no way. Right. And then you meet people who got a whole coin machine. Excuse me, the luxury. Okay, never had it. Huh. So, what you got? How poor you been? Oh Lord, y'all. I'm gonna just jump right in. I feel like this is the poorest thing I ever did in my life. And this was a time of my life, man. Well, I was in. I think I was in grad school. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I already know where you're going. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> y'all, I was in grad school, y'all. And somebody, I don't even know who it was, the devil really, introduced me to plasma, the plasma blank, the plasma <laughs> bank. <laughs> so basically, you can go to the plasma bank and hook your body up hook your veins up to a machine and they suck your blood out and they retrieve the plasma from your blood. And then they put the blood back into your body after they have removed your plasma. Okay. (laughs) And for this minor inconvenience, you get paid $50. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
$50 for your own blood, for them to take your own blood out of your body and put it back. Okay. So it's really like, it's a win-win because you're not losing any blood. <laughs> they putting the blood back. They just taking a little bit of the plasma out and you'll make more, but you get paid $50. So y'all, when I tell y'all me giving plasma was like a job, like I would <laughs> depend on that $50. And then here's what was worse. Here's the thing about the plasma place that they don't tell you. It's only your first couple times that your plasma is worth $50. Okay, y'all. So after I kept going about, you know, <clears throat> six some times, they was like, oh yeah, we only give you $25 this time. What? <laughs> Excuse me? What do you mean? You only give me $25. Hold up. How is my same plasma not worth $50? And first of all, you can't you can't just tell somebody that when they've already spent the $50 in their head. Okay. So imagine <laughs> thinking you was about to go get $50. I had already paid. I put $10 to this, $20 on this, you know, another $10 on this, and the other 10 was going in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? But then I go in there and they're telling me now I only can get $25. That's stuff that just didn't get paid. That's food that just did not get eaten. Okay. Because of that. So y'all, that really was like the poorest time of my life because I was going there depending on this plasma, this $50. I was devastated when they changed me to 25. And then I was even more devastated. I think because I had been doing so much that my iron, like my body started getting weak. So one time I went in there, they check because they always would check your iron levels before you give your plasma. And my iron levels was too low. So I couldn't even get my $25 for that day because I wasn't eligible to give. So you know how devastating that was when you was expecting to get $25. I had already <laughs> had $10 spent here, $10 spent here, and another five for my pocket. Now I wasn't going to get no dollars. Y'all, I think I cried that day because I didn't have no money at all. And I was depending like on you waiting. $5. And they said, nah, dog, you can't do it. You got to come back tomorrow when your iron back up. Saying, how my iron going to get back up if I can't get no food? That part. <laughs> At least give me a complimentary iron <laughs> supplement. Jeez. Right. You know, it's like, like you waiting on the deposit and then something happened with the system and you don't get your deposit. Like, you, you're ready. Like, your mouth is ready for that. Like, your hands are ready for that. Like, that's so messed up. But, dog. I remember one time I had just lost my job and I, um, my friend was getting married and we was going to Atlanta for her bridal shower and I had to get, you know, get situated for that dog. So I was like, man, I ain't really got it. What I'm going to do. So I was like, I had been talking to you. I was like, okay, Timo said I can get $50 first time I go down there. So I figured they was all, you know, $50 across the board. Right. So I get in there and I wait. First of all, they can make the place look a little bit more attractive. Like, damn, put some clouds on the wall or something. Make me feel better about having to give <laughs> away my whole body with fluids. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, dang, y'all can't make me feel a little bit better. They got me sitting there. You know, like, I felt like I was at the health department. You know what I mean? And so <clears throat> I'm waiting. They got me doing all this work. They asking me all of these questions. And dog, when I tell you I had a whole meltdown after that lady said, yeah, it'll be, you'll get $30, dog. <laughs> and it's just that I'll be back. Dog, I sat in there and I had a whole meltdown. I walked out of there like, I walked out of there like a Karen. I got in a car and I was like, I am not this poor. I am not this poor. 
my God. Bruh, they tried to play you with that $30 for your first time. They was petty. I was so upset. Thank goodness. The Lord must have blessed. The Lord knew. He heard my cry. And the next, uh, like a day later, my mentor hit me up and was like, hey, can you take, because she knew I had just lost my job. So she was like, hey, can you take my son to uh, to basketball practice and I'll pick him up if you can just take him. And she was giving me like 150 a week to just take him to basketball practice. Yeah. So it worked out. She, The Lord heard my cries, okay? But your girl was um, almost about to be on the plasma list, okay? Honestly, I think I ruptured my veins from there. I can't even give. <laughs> I can't even give blood no more. My veins, my veins roll around and be like, "Nah, dog, we don't do that no more." Dog. They so sad, <laughs> so sad. Dog. <sighs> okay, what's your next? <laughs> what's another poor, poor moment? Not having insurance when I was a kid. You know, and mama might be mad that I'm talking about this, but I'm going to speak my truth on my podcast. Speak, speak your truth, honey. Speak your truth. <laughs> because you have to look back and know that the Lord covered you because now I have insurance. Okay. Amen. But but back then, you know, about, I would say I was about nine to 10 and mama's like, all right, I got to cut you from my insurance. My mom had switched to like a, from the hospital to like a smaller like practice. And she was like, yeah me keeping you on the insurance is just going to be a bit too pricey. And now that I, you know, understand insurance now, you know, they was going to probably make her pay like two, $300 a month extra, you know, to have me on the insurance. So she was oh. like, Hey, you got to go sis. And I was like, you know, <laughs> you know, but the good thing was if your girl ever felt bad, honey, I was going to get a Z pack from the doctor's office now. Okay. <laughs> Trust. Right. Okay. And so, um, hopefully that was legal, but if not, the statute of limitations should be have expired or whatever, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, girl. So, <sighs> you know, you don't even think about it and you don't think about not having insurance until you need it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget one day I had a toothache and that thing was so bad. Y'all. You ever just be in so much pain, you get delusional. I'll never forget. I mean, the tooth was just thriving. Like, I recall just sitting in the bathroom, just pacing. I mean, no, just swaying back and forth, back and forth. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I couldn't think. Well, I wanted to go to the dentist, but honey, not without no insurance. So what did I have to go to? The denture clinic where they do extractions. Okay. Oh, you know what I'm talking First of all, it was packed in there like sardines. I felt like the air conditioning didn't work. But, you know, and somebody had gave me some, uh, what do you call it, like oxyhydrocodone oxy- or whatever. But, see, I'm <laughs> what really you, wait, What you mean somebody had gave you some from the streets? Like, what? Well, from where? you know, we're not going to get in details. Just know I had a couple oh of medications God. to hold me over. Come on. But the problem with that medication was it made me like just kind of like woozy. Like I don't see how people can be addicted to those drugs because anytime I have ever had that type of medicine, I take the bare minimum because it just made me feel weird, dog. Like I just felt like I was like in the twilight zone. Like I thought I was like, Scott is calling me. I'm in a zone. I gotta see my daughter. You know, like that's how I felt. <laughs> so anyways, um, you know, 
it was the worst clinic ever, though. So, you know, they don't even look at you. They just throw papers at you. So I filled out my little paperwork. I think the extraction was like $100. So, you know, we scrambled up the money or whatever. So they had to end up extracting the two. Now, you know, in a normal day, if you had insurance, you would get like either a root canal or, you know, a crown, you know, implant. But no, when you're on the poverty line, you got to do what you got to do. You got to pull it. And you're just going to have a missing hole in your mouth. Okay. So, girl, I get back there. They don't even, you know, they don't put you to sleep because that costs too much money. So you got to get the <laughs> Novocaine, okay? Yep. Okay? Novocaine, <laughs> baby. Okay? So, you know, they give you a couple injections. This disrespectful place, they don't even, I felt like they didn't even wait all the way till it got numb. And so they tried to go ahead and start early. And I was like, hold up, hold up. Still can feel a couple things. Right. Hold, 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 up. hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Okay, and they don't even prepare. You know, when you go to a respectable dentist's office, they're like, okay, we're going to place this needle, close your eyes, or, you know, just relax. You know, none of that. They just get the needle out, pow. You be like, come on, dog. Like, can you give me a little compassion? Okay. Right. Dang. The disrespect. Like, I know I'm paying, a, a, you know, a sliding scale right now, but geez, can you give me a little something warning? So, anyways. It's time for them to extract the tube. So they pull out, look like some pliers, you know, dental pliers, I guess. And girl, do you know they start pulling that tube? Next thing you know, they yank my mouth, okay? And I'm looking like, oh, okay? And so, B, next thing you know, what happens? A piece of my tooth falls out in my throat. And so my eyes oh pop my open God. and I'm like, ah! Girl, the, the lady didn't show up the dang vacuum uh sucker thing down in my throat and it got the tooth. Oh my gosh, this was the ghetto. What hey, when I tell you I was traumatized, okay? I almost swallowed my own tooth. Yeah, because they didn't crack out the tooth, girl. They was pulling my tooth. It was a mess. And I don't know if that was malpractice or not. But I felt like it was okay, and they don't you they don't have no respect for people without insurance, and so I thank you, Lord, for giving me insurance now, so I can just pay what to go to sleep for deep extractions, okay? So, hmm. poverty, the poverty that was poverty. It's it's, it's a shame because it was like y'all was y'all wasn't poor enough, so you didn't have Medicaid, mm. <laughs> but. It's like, so you had to go through this other poor low life stuff, but like the Medicaid, cause you know, first of all, you know, we, I had Medicaid, the Medicaid people was rough with you. You know, they was disrespecting you, but I don't feel like I never had nothing traumatic like that. All I remember is like Medicaid, you know, it's like, they would tell you, you know, you, your stuff was low class. Like when I would go to the, when I would go get my eyeglasses, like the Medicaid glasses was in a box. <laughs> <laughs> they was, they was in a box. Hey, you go look through that box over there and get you some. And it was like, you know, it was like four or five different pair. And all the rest of the glasses were, you know, nice and like put up on display. But no, nah, I got the glasses. They just pull yours out from the drawer. 
They Dead pull them out serious. from the drawer. <laughs> when I call your name, I've seen them do that to somebody at the optometrist's office. I like you be looking at, you know, you look at all the displays. Okay? They got the nice displays for the, you, you know, the Coach and the Prada and the Tiffany glasses. And then every blue moon, you see somebody, they be like, "Hold on, these are the glasses for you." And they pull them out that little drawer and they just play them, place them on the table. Y'all can't give a display for the Medicaid glasses, <laughs> no, ma'am. You better get that. Look, look in that box over there. <laughs> And you pick out one of those five choices and you better like it, okay? Because that's what you're getting, okay? <laughs> and you and know Medicaid frames. You know what they look like. Hey, they look like Medicaid. <laughs> they look like poverty. They look like these were the last glasses that was available. Oh, oh they were so disrespectful to us. Ooh. It was no love for the Medicaid people. No love for the Medicaid. It look. I guess I can go right on into my next one. Growing up poor was just such a struggle. Like, oh, shout out to my grandma because I don't know if she still be listening or not. But you know, you really did try, boo. You did. But, <laughs> whoo, <laughs> just, whew. I'm trying to whistle. Hello. Whew, honey, baby, baby. We had some poor ghetto life stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember there was a time, oh my God, me and my aunt, <laughs> we used to sleep in the whole same bed because I feel like we had like a two bedroom, which means my grandma had her own room. And that means all the kids was in one room, okay? And it was mm-hmm. all, it was a bunch of us. It was about four or five of us at a time in the house. So that means somebody was sleeping on the couch in the living room and somebody else, we had bunk beds and we were sharing a bed. So that, that life right there, like the fact that I now have my own queen, <laughs> queen, queen, bed, right? Yes, queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> when a girl used to have to share a twin, <laughs> mm. never I would have made it. Hey. Never. Yeah, Kathy had us doing all types of just poor stuff. But I really, I respect her a lot because, like, one thing she would say was that we was never going to be on, like, Section 8 or whatever, or housing, you know? So Mm -hmm. she was like, she would make sure that we had somewhere to stay. But what that led to is us doing that poor life stuff. So Kathy would have us working. Oh, dang, maybe I shouldn't be talking about this because child endangerment, but hopefully the um, statute of limitations is over. (laughs) But Kathy would have us literally um, cleaning the apartments that we lived in. So, like, I was the maintenance staff for the apartment. Like, Come on now. Operations when, director. When people moved out of their apartment, you know, like, people move out and you expect, like, somebody to come in to, to clean the apartment. That was me. Okay? That was me. I, I think I talked about this maybe before. The reason I don't clean now is because I was traumatized. <laughs> By having to clean up apartments so we would have a place to stay because then they would let us stay, you know, reduce rent or rent free because we were the cleanup So yeah, honey, that I didn't came a mighty long way from that poor hustle life. Oh, the ghetto. Woo. But when I tell you I used to have them lying straight with that vacuum line, you know them little triangles you get. Honey. Yeah. Oh. Honey. Come on now. <laughs> the best triangles, okay, girl. <laughs> But Kathy said this was her business and you was family, so I don't think it's no child labor laws were applicable. <laughs> right, you're right, because she did have business cards. She did have business cards. So oh, Miss Kathy business. had to be cards, a whole entrepreneur. Okay. Yeah, it was called it was I think it was called Kathy Cares. Mm-hmm. Kathy Ooh, Cares. Come on, Kathy Cares. 
Miss Kathy, come on, you want to come out and clean my house? I can slide you some money, sis. Oh, honey, and she would do it. Okay, to this day, she stay. She loves to clean. Loves. Had them base. Had them baseboards sparkling. Okay, sparkly. Yes. <laughs> okay. Do you have another one? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, you know, sparklies. I don't even know. This ain't really sparkly, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Um, tell me if you've been this poor. You go out to a restaurant and it's a buffet and it's self service, <laughs> and you don't really want no water, but you got a water cup. What you doing? Where you going? <laughs> yeah. To the Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The sprite. You getting the Sprite because you just need a little flavor and a little bit of ah. Okay. <laughs> and I'll never forget. Oh, One day, I went to CC's Pizza with my line sister. Oh, CC's Pizza. <laughs> All you can eat buffet, $6, $5. Okay. Hey. So, you know, at CC's, if you want a flavored drink, you get the red cup. But if you want water, you got to get that clear cup. Mm -hmm. Well, my line sister, I ain't going to say her little name, Jessica. Um, <laughs> oh <my> God, you <laughs> petty. <laughs> and I was just about to say, wasn't it Jessica? <laughs> Jessica being the real nigga that she is. <laughs> Shout out to Jessica because that bitch rich now. But, <laughs> but anyways... She go to get what? A little Sprite. Well, Mr. I care so damn much manager gonna come by. And he was like, he brings a cup, a water cup. He was like, hi, this is not made for a Sprite. He takes the cup and puts down a water cup. Here's water. <laughs> now, sir, the Sprite has already been dispensed. Okay. Right. Why did you care that much? It cost y'all two cents to make that Sprite. You gonna really ruin her little pizza for for that? Like, bro, relax, okay? Relax. So yeah, okay, relax, okay. So he did way too much, but yeah, I you ain't. I don't think you a real G if you ain't ever finessed and got a little water sprite, okay? Combo. <laughs> I'm just saying. Honestly, though, I've seen people who don't even care about the Sprite, honey. I've seen people get Coke in a water cup, okay? Them is the real <laughs> niggas. Them is the people who say, you know what? If I'm caught, I'm caught. At least I'm going to get a couple swigs off this Coke. Yeah, them is the people who really don't care. <laughs> like, what is y'all okay. doing? <laughs> so you got any more? Oh my gosh, yes, I got one more. This is my last one. And I just want to talk, I'm going to call these people out specifically by name because these are the most disrespectful people to poor people that I know, okay? okay. Plato's closet. Plato's closet. Hello, I am talking to you. Plato's closet. You disrespectful bastards. Like when I tell you I had got so poor, y'all, of course, you get so poor. I was like, all right, I'm going to sell these clothes. And I know my clothes is lit because your girl be cute. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I, you know, finally decide I can part with a couple pieces, you know, give them a couple pieces to the streets. Honey, I take a big old trash bag to Plato's closet. I leave it with them because, you know, they have to go through it and then they'll call you, you know, with your little assessment. So, you know, I'll drop it in there. I'm like, yo, I'm definitely about to get at least a honey. At least. 
Y'all, <laughs> y'all, why they play those clubs and try to give me $10? $10 for a whole bag. Not no Hamilton. A Hamilton. <laughs> a Hamilton for a whole bag of stuff. And it was the like, they was like, oh, well, we can take this shirt for 50 cents. We can take these shoes for a dollar. We can take this jacket for $2. What? Are you kidding me? This is this is um name brand, you know. Look, Forever Twenty One's finest, okay. <laughs> <laughs> baby fat. <laughs> I got baby fat. I got Ross Couture. <laughs> and this is how they want to do you. Are you kidding me? How dare y'all tell me I wasn't going to give me high top dollar for my items? I was so disappointed. And you know what? For y'all to be the thrift store. Because then what's crazy is they're not like they're selling stuff cheap in Plato's Closet. When they resell the stuff, they have it for an actual price. So how dare y'all? Oh, the disrespect. <sighs> the disrespect. So, so that sorry. was another moment when I was poor, when I thought I was about to get $100 and I only got 10 and I was devastated and I had to figure out some other moves because that was all the money I had for that to last me for whatever poor period that was. Honey. And Plato's Closet failed me. When somebody be trying to, um, when you try to sell something and people try to lowball you, it, you you take personal offense <laughs> to it. You know right. what I'm saying? Especially because you be needing that money. You selling it for a reason. Dang. I'm I'm struggling. Okay. Help me. Help okay. Me. Like I be Help trying to sell stuff on eBay me. and they be trying to do a counter offer. No. You know, you get so pissed off, even though you need the money, your ego get in the way. You be like, you know what, man, forget this. I ain't, I'd rather not have nothing if you're going to try to lowball me like that. Right. Okay. <sighs> I felt like Whitney Houston, I have nothing because I ain't <laughs> dealing with you. Okay. Okay. I got one more. All right. What is it? This is when I knew I was poor. And I didn't know, you know, ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you grow, especially this happens a lot to people who come from like, you know, poor or background, special, particularly people from rural areas. You get exposed to things when you go to college. That's one of the beauties of going to college. And what I realized was is that I really didn't know what the hell real salmon was until I got up out of baseball. You know, to me, salmon was in the can because the only salmon I had was salmon patties or stew salmon at the damn can, the red can, $4. And we thought that was high. I was like, we was like, dang, that salmon high. One can feed a whole family. Y'all know how I go. Salmon patties, an egg, little onions, okay, salt, pepper, whatever. That was a whole family. You had some, you had salmon patties with your grits. I thought that was salmon. So, anyways, you know, I finally upgraded to what? Salmon fillets, right? So, you know, living a good life, I thought, well, number one, I found out that, you know, you wasn't supposed to get farm-raised salmon, Okay. <laughs> You were supposed to get a wild caught salmon. Then you realize that the kind that's pre-frozen that's beside the tilapia, that's trash salmon. (laughs) Then you got to upgrade and go get the fresh salmon fillets. Okay? So then I caught myself trying to upgrade a little bit more 
So I'm with my homegirl. She's like, let's go to the seafood market. So we go to the seafood market. And so I said, well, let me get a pound of salmon. Okay. And he said, okay. So I'm waiting, you know, and I asked for some other stuff, some shrimp, some scallops, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, he started going around maneuvering, you know, and I'm like, okay, I asked for Sam. He said, here, go. I said, where is it? Y'all, who is low class? Who? Me. <laughs> I ain't know what no real salmon with the whole head on there look like. He had to go cut it up. Okay. He had to slice it open. You know, I'm only used to seeing the insides. Okay. Right. I'm not used to seeing the outside salmon. I ain't never caught a salmon fish. We used the catfish, you know, perch, you know, tilapia. Okay. So crappy, you know. So your girl didn't even know what real salmon looked like. And, you know, it ain't been too long that I took the L out of my pronunciation of salmon because I was a salmon girl. Oh, my goodness. Not salmon. Salmon. Okay. Saying it proud and wrong. Salmon. So, yeah, that's how poor I was. I didn't even know that salmon came outside of the can. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, growth. Growth. Okay? Growth. So, with that being said, it's now time for the science moment of the week. Science moment of the week. What up, y'all? So, um... This week's Science Moment is actually going to talk about some things, some exciting things that's been going on on social media. And I promise maybe next time I'll get back to some real science. Um, but I have been so inspired on Twitter by a lot of these like Black Weeks. And so if you haven't heard of it yet, you can go on Twitter and type in Black and something. But basically there was this hashtag um, years, like you know, a while ago that was um, started by this lady named Stephanie Page and it was Black in STEM. And so that was just to like highlight, you know, Black people in STEM because, you know, we are um, actively excluded. I, it's so crazy that um, I'm trying to not say underrepresented anymore. So it's like not underrepresented, but excluded <laughs> anyways. So she started this like black and STEM hashtag to like, you know, get people to know about it. So anyway, that's been going on for years. But this year though, um, there was this new group that started like um, this hashtag for black birders week. And that was inspired by, you know, there was that whole situation that happened um, with that white lady called the police, you know, on a black birder who was minding his business. And so that was like to highlight Black Birders. And so since from Black Birders Week, there's been like Black and Astro, um, Black Botanist Week. Um, right now it's Black and Kim, Black Chemist Week. Um, I'm actually helping to plan a Black in Geoscience Week, so Black Geoscientists, and also um, Black in Marine Science Week. So I'm just so excited to like see those and to see just Black people in science. So if you are looking for something to just... I don't know, give you a smile, see people, just people who look like me <laughs> in the science. Um, definitely check that out on Twitter and support it, retweet, follow all those people. And you really can't say like, you don't know any black scientists because we are out there. And that's what is really like shown me on Twitter these last couple of months. It's like, dang, I talk about like, I'm the only black person in the room, but there's so many rooms, you know? 
Mm-hmm. So there's so many scientists that are in those rooms by themselves. But on social media, we can um, join in and see each other. So, yeah, I'm using the science moment to talk about that. Definitely check out some of the Black Something Weeks. Retweet them, repost them, shout them out. Um, it's been really joyful for me. Yes, yeah. amplify the Black voices. Yes. 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 All right. It's time for Reddit on Ready. What? Hey, <laughs> what you been reading already today? So today I uh, am turning to the community group. Am I the asshole? Because you oh. know we love it. Right. And this was posted by Am I the asshole? Dinner anxiety. Um, what three hours ago on today, August the tenth? And so it reads: Am I the asshole for not arguing against the waiters about my fiance's order? we recently ate out at a restaurant she ordered some chicken wings and a salad i think her order probably got mixed up because she got a steak the thing is she doesn't eat beef so after our waiters left i did let out a small chuckle she never told our waiters anything and after they left she started to berate me for some reason she said that she froze up and felt too socially anxious to say something And that I clearly could have done something. Then she asked me to complain to a waiter. I disagree. It's her meal. And they got it wrong. She can call a waiter herself. After we left, she was still mad at me in bed. I seriously don't know what I did wrong. Am I the asshole? So here's the thing. You may not be the asshole, but you're a punk ass bitch. Let me tell you something. (laughs) Women been fighting for men's messed up meal orders for decades okay i didn't see so many memes about how a dude be like man they got my order wrong and not do nothing to a female but like uh-uh their order is wrong okay <laughs> right. sir she said her nurse was bad and you know she don't eat steak first of all you gotta pay for it so you should at least pay for something she gonna eat so yeah you should have spoke up punk you know what i hate people like that First of all, I hate that she ain't got the courage to speak up. Because let me tell you something. If it's some food that I can't eat, I'm not going to. You know, it would have been different if I ordered chicken wings and then steak came out. And, you know, I ate steak. Because that's a come up. Right. But see, <laughs> right. So you telling me you got steak to come out. You just going to be looking at it. Food getting cold and you still hungry. You stupid too. Y'all both dumb. Okay. Uh, yeah. Y'all both dumb. I ain't got nothing else to say about that. I feel like he knew he was the asshole. That's why he wrote that post. Like, sir, what would have hurt you to get her the right plate to ask for it to be right? Like, why? You know what I'm saying? It was just like, why? <laughs> Both Protect <y'all> her. <laughs> Both of y'all dumb because it's like, ma'am, so you just, you really that scared to speak up when you, you got a whole meal wrong in front of your face? Like, sis, it ain't like you can try to eat it. It wasn't like, okay, they gave you, you know, a chicken breast. Versus a chicken thigh. It's like you right. may not prefer a bone, but you can maneuver. But they gave you a whole other type of meat. What? Like, what, sis? And then when the check come out and they charge you for steak, then what? No, sis, you need to put some bass in your voice and speak up. But at the very least, your boo knew you had anxiety. Say you a timid woman. Sir, protect her. Why you not protecting your woman? Why you can't speak up? If you can't speak up about food, what else you can't speak up for, sir? Right. See, that's what I'm saying. I wasn't supposed to say no more about this, but he a punk, man. Speak <laughs> up for your lady. Protect her. 
Oh, gosh. He was trash. Yeah, he was an asshole, I think. He was the asshole. <laughs> so, anyways, what you got? All righty. So, mine is from Accomplish Froyo for he posted it, or whoever this is posted this 71 days ago. Am I the asshole for not telling the person I was dating that I have a prosthetic eye? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? When I read this, I was like, what the hell? So, okay, I, 22-year-old female, have a prosthetic glass eye. This guy isn't my boyfriend, but we have gone on a few dates. We were hanging out when this happened. I accidentally rubbed my eye wrong, and my prosthetic fell out. (laughs) He screeched and jumped away. I didn't take offense. He didn't know. (laughs) She didn't take offense. He didn't know, and I could imagine being shocked seeing what looked like someone's actual eye fall out of his socket. I thought that would be the end of it. Ma'am, really? You thought that would be the end of it? You did. You really thought that would be the end of it? I hate her. No, you didn't. Bitch, your eye just fell out. What do you mean you thought that would be the end of it? Right. What, sis? <laughs> okay. I thought that would be the end of it, but he seemed pretty shaken up that I have a fake eye. He asked me why I didn't tell him on our first date so he wouldn't have wasted his time. Stuff like <laughs> stuff, stuff like this freaks him out and he would have never gone on dates with me had he known. I was pretty hurt, but it wasn't like he was my boyfriend. We weren't even talking about becoming official. So far, this was just a few casual dates. Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't know how to feel about this one. Because it's like, I don't think she's the asshole. I think he's the asshole. Yeah, she ain't the asshole. She ain't the asshole. Yeah, like, I don't think she's the asshole. Because, I mean, I don't feel like she necessarily had to tell him. Like, you know, she was going to tell him at her own time. But for him to be like, oh, my God, you should have told me. So, y'all wouldn't have, like, wasted my time. Like, what difference did it make, sir? Like, you know, she still. And how you couldn't tell it? I, I mean, it's just so many questions I have. Like, was you not looking her in her eyeballs? Like, well, maybe they do a good, maybe, I don't know what a fake eyeball look like. So maybe it, it look good now, you know? Maybe they got it perfectly matched. But I just, I feel like she didn't need to tell him that till it was time for them to spend a night when she was going to take that eyeball out at night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she didn't think it was going to fall out like that. Right. She said she rubbed it the wrong way. Whatever but since you now, since you need to be more careful now, you didn't have this eyeball for a minute. Now you know your damn eyeball was about to fall out, sis. You should excuse yourself and went to the bathroom or something. And then, okay, here's the question: <clears throat> We in the COVID, we in the COVID times. What happened when that damn eyeball fall out and roll on the ground? What do you do next? Like, do you you keep it out till you get home and put it in the ultrasonic cleaner? Because you can't just pop it back in during COVID like that. Like, what's up? What do you do? Hopefully she not going out on no more days and she's sitting there ass at the house. So her Well, six many days ago we were in a pandemic and it was bad. <laughs> so why was you even out, okay? With your eyeball. <laughs> I don't even know. Honestly, 
Yeah, that's a whole lot. But I still don't think she was the asshole. But she need to be in the house sitting her ass down. That's what she need to be doing. <laughs> right, that was a sign. You sit, sit home. That's why your eyeball falling out. We was in the middle of a pandemic. Where was you going? Was where was you, you going? I, where were you going with the eyeballs? <laughs> sit, sit your behind down. But back to him. Sir, you was attracted to that eyeball. So <laughs> right. what difference do it make? Because y'all had went on a couple dates. This wasn't just one the day. That wasn't the first date. That wasn't one date. Y'all had went on several dates. So you telling me, like, come on, sir. Okay. Like, dang. Relax. Let me tell you something. These folks are just... he. T- that's terrible of him to even... Like, it's a... I, I mean, I ain't never met nobody without an eyeball. But if I was attracted to them, you know, I would just t- ask them. If I got freaked out by I'd be like, hey, can you, you know... Try to take your eyeball out when I go to bed, you know, like when I'm asleep or, you know, just put on a little eye mask or something. So I ain't got to see it, you know, but I feel like that's not a deal breaker. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. No, that was Mr. He, he childish, man. Yeah. He was the asshole. He was, she wasn't. Yeah. Okay. But, but I hope she get her little socket together because she don't need that to be happening no more in public like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, especially with these germs and this virus going on, sis. I don't trust that. You need to keep that situated. <laughs> Please. We do not want you to get COVID in your damn eye. Please. Oh, my God. And then what about if the virus penetrates the glass eyeball and it stay in there and they can't oh sterilize God. it? And then you got to buy a whole new eyeball. And I know them eyeballs is not cheap because they probably right. fully functioning. Okay. But let me tell you something. Anytime somebody would piss me off at work, I'd take that bitch out. I'm like, I'm tired of looking at you. We're done with this conversation, honey. That's what I would be Please, doing. Hang up. Hang up. <laughs> Excuse me, everyone. We will be ending this episode early based on Mandy's CD. That would be my way to be done with a conversation. I can see myself now. If I had a prosthetic eyeball and I got tired of my coworker, I would just start pulling my eyeball and that would make them leave my damn office. Get out my office. I am done with you. <laughs> Please get out. I can't even see your shit no more. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking it out. I'm done with this. I'm done okay? with this. Okay. Could you imagine you got she was in your office, y'all in a staff meeting, and y'all oh sit around God. the table, and she is just tired of this conversation. And she'd be like, you know what? <laughs> tired of looking at y'all. And I'll be like, you know what, sis? I ain't mad. Oh I ain't mad. God. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. Get you somebody who accept all of you, sis. He ain't all of you. Oh. All righty, it is time for Maddie's review of the week. So, um, the other day, I think I I accidentally pushed a button and it turned off my surveillance camera. And um, I had maintenance come here because I thought the outlet was out. I didn't turn on the breaker box. Apparently, I had just pushed a button and it deactivated it. So, anyways, um, while it was out, that was the particular outlet that was connected to my camera. And so what I realized is, is that my little surveillance camera gives me a peace of mind with my paranoid self because I know who comes in and out of my house every single day because it sends me updates to my phone. So y'all, if y'all like me, need a little bit of peace of mind, want to make sure that your home is secure before you come in, particularly your apartment, invest in a Wazi cam. It's spelled W-Y-Z-E. And it's an HD camera and it's only $26 on Amazon and you can get it through Amazon Prime. 
It has night vision. It'll send you like little clips, like 10, 20 second clips. If somebody is at your door, you can actually talk through them, talk to them through the YZ cam and it stores the stuff. You can put it like an extra memory card in there, but it'll store it. Um, I think for like up to 30 days. And then you could always do like live view as well. So yeah, oh, wow. get into it. Yeah. So get into it. It has over 48,000 ratings on Amazon with um, four and a half stars. So yeah, that's all I got for the review <clears throat> of the week. Hey, that's it. That's how we need. Get okay. into it. Check it out. So Timo, are you yeah. rent ready? Honey, you know, I stay rent ready and this rent oh, is directed to Seattle police, the transit, um, Governor Jay Inslee, um, Mayor Jenny Durkin, um, who else? The people who street sweep, whoever gave me a ticket <laughs> aside on the street during COVID when I'm supposed to be staying at home. Please explain yourself because Governor Jay Inslee told me to stay my black ass at home. Okay. Mm, so okay. if I'm at home, how the hell do y'all got ticket people outside <laughs> doing tickets? I'm confused, Mayor Jenny Durkin. Please explain because y'all told me to stay home. Stay safe. Stay home. We got this, Seattle. We got this. But yet I go outside for parking outside in front of my home. And y'all done gave me a ticket for parking there for more than two hours. Wow. Explain. Please explain this to me. And I want y'all to explain it to me like I'm dumb. Because how are you telling people, mandating people, stay at home? But y'all got y'all little robocops out here giving people tickets on the street in front of their home. In front of their home. I'm so confused. I'm just, I just, when I saw it, I was disgusted, distraught. (laughs) Like, what the heck? But why are they out there, though? Somebody is pissed that they had to come back to work and they giving everybody tickets. Because I would be mad, too, because how you telling everybody to stay at home? I can't go to work. You know, I'm sitting here working from my damn living room. But y'all out here riding around in the streets giving out tickets. Please explain. Riding around and I'm I'm getting I'm literally confused. Like, I have to sit in here and work in these four walls every damn day. I can't go to the office building, but y'all out here, Ryan Brown, give me tickets. Like, this shit is so fucked up. Like, it just, it makes me scratch my eyebrow. Like, it really do. Like, my eyebrow itch. I'm so disappointed in Seattle again. Dang. That is messed up, though. Like, people out here dying, y'all up here giving tickets for po- people who supposed to be in the house. People are dying. People are dying. What are y'all doing out here riding around giving tickets in front of my apartment building? It's not even no stores around here. To be honest, I don't even know why we have to pay to park on the street in front of housing. That's a whole nother rent. Like, y'all, I pay y'all $2,000 to live in a box. Parking should be the fucking included. <laughs> Texas already paid for them streets one time. It's like these raggedy ass streets. <laughs> Are you kidding me? 
but it didn't make me mad. So it's like you out here ticketing me to park in front of the goddamn box that I'm paying you $2,000 for. It's no stores around here. It's nothing around here. It should be Not free. One. Then you're going to tell me to stay my black ass at home so I can't even move the Prius. Then the Prius sits out there, out front, in his parking spot for more than two hours and you won't give me a ticket because it's two-hour parking. You know what? I hate y'all. Hate all of y'all. Because that would mean that y'all want me to go out there every two hours or so moving the damn car around when y'all told me to stay my black ass at home. Please explain. Explain it to me like I'm dumb. (laughs) And that's it. And that's and you know I look and you know I tweeted them and you know they did not respond. <laughs> of course they didn't because they don't care. And you know they did not respond because I was just confused. Oh, but anyway, that moves us right on to what tweets that did not fly. <laughs> <laughs> so on July the eighth at ten forty six a.m., oh my goodness. I tweeted something that got six likes. Okay. It said, stop asking us for our house phone number and to print stuff. Sign millennials. So I call myself trying to sign up to be a precinct poll worker or whatever. Because, you know, stupid stuff is going to happen at the the voting polls this year. They're going to try to suppress the vote. And usually I don't see nothing but white people particularly old people at the polls okay and so i said you know what let me sign up they can see a young face (laughs) and um you know i'm willing to take the day off to go help do my city duties however however i went and you know i was like oh i'm interested i fill out the form online so then they sent me back this stuff and they was like okay here's the official application we need you to print it, sign it, and mail it. Excuse me? Excuse me? Why you want me to go find a printer and then mail it? I feel like that in itself is a form of oppression. I ain't got no damn ink in this printer. Name somebody who got a printer at their house that they job ain't paid for <laughs> that still got ink. Matter of fact, I know a lot of people who go ahead and just get a whole new printer because the cost of ink by the same t- price as getting a new printer for $30. Okay? Right. So don't be... I ain't at work to go print. Okay? So what did I have to go do? Go to my job and print because I ain't had no printer. And start asking me about a landline phone. House <laughs> phones are deceased. Okay? They're done. They're, <laughs> they, they're obsolete. Okay? Right. Start asking people about that. Stop. Y'all just need to put personal phone number primary phone number stop it okay that's all i got but yeah stop asking millennials to print stuff because we ain't got no printers and we ain't got no house phones right i be so confused when they say house phone and then they say cell phone like wait what that's not the same i thought y'all just knew i thought y'all was dumb like the house now phone is my cell phone what you mean you know, that was, was talking about ageism i feel like that's discrimination against us because number one, y'all know we ain't got no damn house because what y'all old asses then bought these ragged asses houses and now they triple the market value. Okay. You bought a house for $50,000 and you want to sell that same ragged ass house with a couple of new appliances for $500,000. Get out of here. We ain't got no houses. And then right. my friends who do got a house, hell, they stressed. HVAC then went out. They got, you know, fixed leaks and stuff. So no, I ain't got no house phone number because I ain't got no house. Okay? 
So leave us alone. Ask for our cell phone number and give us online applications, boomers. 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 All right, so what you got? Oh my gosh. I tweeted this um November 7, 2019 at 12:01 p.m. It got one like because haters. <laughs> uh, it says there's nothing I like more than receiving a forwarded email that should have been addressed to me originally. Who child? Mm. Yo, it's nothing I like more. Honey, that went hit again because people love forwarding me stuff stop forwarding me stuff that should have been directly sent to me okay stop stop if my name and email send it to me direct forwarding me stuff on this other stuff Mm -hmm. no Mm -mm. i hate it and you know i got a co-worker that whole notorious Notorious. she love to act like you know and it's like she know what she know my duties she know anything that's going on the website i gotta handle okay but instead, she sends it to my boss because she thinks she's. It's like, it's like she's trying to keep me in my place, and she know he gonna forward it to me. And I have asked her to just send it to me if she want to copy my boss. That's fine, but she like to send it to him. But you know what else I did because I had to get wet, bit petty whopping, went back to it. Um, she had an issue that she had got caught slipping in. And what did I do? I emailed her boss and didn't copy her. Since you want to act petty, sis, <coughs> right above you, and he can do what for it to you, sis. Back at you. <laughs> Back at you? Zap. <laughs> Zap. So there's that. Mm, there's that. Yeah, that's it. That's all. <laughs> So, I think we need to thank our sponsors. Alrighty. <laughs> I'd like thank to thank to, us. <laughs> thank you to our sponsors, us. Because <laughs> we all we got. Okay. Don't hit um like and, re- and leave us a review on the podcast. Al, yes. For Apple, please. Thanks. Do it. Retweet. Repost. Shout us out. Do whatever. Yeah, Listen. y'all need to start tweeting us or leaving us an Instagram post or something too. Cause y'all act like y'all like us, but then y'all don't be leaving leaving us no love on the social media. But y'all do right. y'all. Thanks for listening. <laughs> love y'all. All right, y'all. Stay dangling. Keep dangling. Bye. Thanks for dangling with us. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on iTunes. SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. To find out more information about upcoming episodes and to keep the convo going, follow us on social media at we, D-A-N-G-L-I-N.